Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. Let's unfold it. Episode 20, buddy. Five months. How's that Woo! sound, huh? 20. 20. So, as usual, man, got a ton to cover. Really excited about what we're going to go over today. So, let's just start off with our leadoff story with Ron and Ron, as our graphic said. They <laughs> <laughs> I, I got booted out. Our leadoff right. story. It's all me, baby. All, all me. you. All you, my friend. <laughs> Uh, the Phoenix Suns have advanced to the NBA Finals for the first time since 1993. What chances are you giving them to win it all? And uh, who do you feel is the better matchup uh, for them come out of the East? Uh, actually, um, I actually think they might have a really good shot at this. Um, I do too. I, I would think Atlanta Hawks would probably be what they'd want. Um, really? But, but, but you just take it as it goes because I, if you intend on winning, you can't say, hey, we want this team yeah. more than the no, other just, team because you already beat yourself. Yeah, I don't think I'm saying who would they prefer. I'm saying what do you feel would be the best matchup for them? Well, the way Young has been shooting, I wouldn't really want him. <laughs> Uh, oh God, that's a tough. That's that, tough. Yeah, yeah. That's so the way, the way uh, I, I look at think... it, Atlanta, Atlanta could definitely keep up with them points wise. So I think they'd rather have Milwaukee, who isn't as good of a scoring team. So it really gives them an opportunity to do what they like to do: is run up and down the court, get that fast pace. I think Atlanta could stay with them on that. And I think, I think Atlanta may be more mature as a group. Um, by that, I mean, like, Milwaukee is still susceptible to that being too young as a team, even though it's technically not. But I think I think experience as a whole, as far as they're concerned, they do fall back into bad young tendencies a lot and don't take games as serious as they should. And that's what that's what I mean by you know they could fall victim to themselves, basically. What about Chris Paul scoring forty-one points in the clinching game six uh, over the Clippers? I, I I gotta give him a lot of credit um, because I like basically we you know said that he didn't have that kind of thing in him. Right. So we've we've questioned his his toughness in the playoffs. Yeah, so we've always questioned it, and he proved it, So, which was really good. Yep. So I'm going to throw out some names for you. So the last time they actually made it in 1993, do you, do you remember any of their players? Um, I believe Barkley was on that team. Was he on that team? Barkley was but on he that get team. Eliminated by, no, he no, was. no. He got eliminated from Utah when he was playing. <laughs> um, no, that was, no he, was in, he was in Phoenix. He was there? 
Yeah, he was. Been a while. Okay, so he was there. Um, and I remember somebody else. Nash? Was it Nash? <laughs> no. Kevin Johnson? Kevin Johnson. I knew there was a guy that I, I was forgetting. That was the guy I was forgetting. How about, how about Thunder Dan Marley? Dan Marley. Thunder oh, Dan. my Lord. Yeah. Tom Chambers. Yeah. And one. That's a good team. Mr. Danny Ainge. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, that was That's a long how long. Time ago. <laughs> so if you think about it, that's <laughs> the last time they were in the finals. And obviously yeah. they lost to Jordan. Muggsy yeah. Bogues was not on that team, Rick. Muggsy Bogues was not well, on that team. Well, I got to tell you, you know, it's like looking back, um, that was that was really a great team. It's a shame that they did. It's a shame that Barkley didn't get one. To be yep. honest with you, yep. like Charles He faced the greatest player in, in the history of the NBA. So, I mean, Utah felt the same way. So, yeah. uh, Spud Webb was a national hero. Uh, Rick's chiming in. Dan joined us as well tonight. Thank you, both gentlemen. And he wants you to, yeah, I can't even say it. Hooliganish. I don't even know that word. Hooligans. All right. What about uh let's move on to the NBA? So the Bucks <laughs> The Bucks and the Hawks uh series has taken a turn with the injuries to, to superstars on both teams. Which injury do you think will cost the team more? Giannis or, or Trey Young? Giannis. I think that's a bigger deal. Um, I think so. Milwaukee won yesterday last night without Giannis. Right, right. Um, so the Bucks are up three two. Yeah, and if he's not going to play again tonight, um, I would definitely. Is it tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Um, I, I would. I would say. Uh, I I think it would even up if Giannis isn't playing tomorrow night. Um, and so do I think Middleton, that they should hold him out? Yeah. So Middleton and Holiday have both stepped up in this series, averaging over 20 points a game. Right. Next highest scorer in Atlanta is Collins at 12.8 points a game. Right. I so don't see them – they they need to do something. If you can't replace the thirty two points from uh, Trey Young, I can't see the the Hawks getting out of Game Six, yeah. which is a shame because if both teams were healthy, I really felt Atlanta had a shot. Yeah, you know it, it's uh, it's it's heartbreaking kind of for Atlanta, um, but I think Milwaukee will get it done no matter what. But depending but on think about think about the way he got injured. He stepped on a referee's foot. Yeah, like sucks. it's not even, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't even uh, like he's going up and he landed on a play. It was the referee on the sideline. So, um, I, I'm, I mean, I don't believe Giannis is, uh, he had no structural damage, so that's good. So if there is a chance for them to go to the finals, I believe he will play. Dan, Dan believes the Bucks, So we can definitely see the Bucks uh, probably going against uh, the Phoenix Suns, which would be really uh, interesting. Neither player played in game five. Young's missed two straight, so we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, that's that's heartbreaking for Atlanta if they if they can't get him on the floor. I mean, that's that's 
That's nail in the coffin, I think. Yeah, if he doesn't I play. think so. Yeah, it's 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 pretty devastating for them. Uh, Chauncey Billups, at age 44, was hired to be the next head basketball coach for the Portland Trailblazers. Do you like the hire, and will Damian Lillard stay in Portland based on that hire? Um, I think that was a great hire. I think the players around the league, it's not even just, you know, where he's played. The players around the league respect this guy. And I'll tell you, he grew so much from, you know, from when he was drafted to, to when he retired. Like, he was a class act and a great player. He blossomed to be something special, to be honest with you. Uh, I, mean, oh, I mean, do I think he's a Hall of Famer? I don't know. Maybe. Um, borderline, but, but, I mean, character that he is, is is truly where the credit lies. And I think that's the perfect guy that they could have signed there in Portland. And that might get Lillard to stay. So what year was he drafted? Oh, my God. Do you remember? No, I don't remember that. I can't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning. (laughs) 97. 97. Wow. Do you remember by who? Well, it was the Celtics. Very good. Okay, I just want to make sure. So no, he was, I knew uh, that. <laughs> I knew that. I know. Two thousand and four, <laughs> he won the championship with the Detroit Pistons, uh, and he was right. the Finals MVP. So you th- you talk about some of that swag when it comes in the locker room of knowing how to win. I think that definitely helps. I feel the key here well, is, think- and we've heard a lot. Of, we've heard a lot about think it from. Uh, go ahead. No, think about when he was drafted to win he winship in Detroit. Like yeah. the growth that he had from that you know, what, five years? Seven. Was it five years? Seven years. Okay, seven years. That, that, that's tremendous growth. How long has Tatum been around? About five years now, so you think he's grown that much? Not to win a championship now. That's the point I'm making. That's the point I'm making is like, I don't see it. So, so I also looked at this. If you look at Ty, Ty Lu, who has been complimented uh, immensely by all the players on his adjustments, he was an assistant on the Ty Lu this season. And if you think about the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard and how far they almost came to, to winning the West, it's pretty impressive. So yeah. I think he has that. That, that coaching, you know, gene in him. The question would be is, so he had a 1997 sexual assault uh, accusation, which kind of came up. I don't think it's relevant. He's talked about how he's grown from the experience and what happened. It's just weird that people wanted to bring it up as soon as he got hired. Yeah. That's, well, that's how you know, people are. Yeah, they wanted to knock him down. Guy yeah. Before, yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, I don't know much about that. I, you know, I don't really remember a whole lot about that story. Um, but, you know, I mean, let's get some facts before they make blatant, you know, accusations of what happened. And that goes for anybody. You know, I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's plenty of, plenty out there that have done some wrong things and it never get out. But, 
what about those people that had accusations and none of it was even true? You know, there's a lot of those players as well. So we gotta be more cautious about the accusations. You yeah, know, so I, not, not just us. I'm talking about everybody around the world. <laughs> I think re regardless of the situation, if you think about life lessons and how he can teach young players how, who are coming into the league how to, you know, make sure they don't make the same mistakes. As for Damian Lillard, I can't see why he wouldn't want to stay and play for Chauncey Billups. So I think that was a good move. Um, the, the key, though, is they're going to keep McCollum because they've been talking about trading him. So that'll be interesting. Dan wants us to cover baseball already. We're not on baseball yet. It's we're going to go to the NHL. It's NHL, though. <laughs> NHL. So the Tampa Bay Lightning lead the Stanley Cup Finals two games to none over the Montreal Canadiens. I know there's a little part of you inside that's just so happy. I am. <laughs> the series switches I'm, back to Montreal this, tonight. This Can't hold back, can you? This, this just proves to me that Montreal had no business being in the Stanley Cup. They are so, outclassed, outmatched in every department. Every department. As the series switches back to Montreal, can they even up the series at home? No. No. It's going to be four and over. Done. That's it. Done. Tampa Bay is not going to let off the gas. They know what they have to do, and they are doing it. They are, they are just taking it too much. All It's Montreal gave everything they had in game two, and it resulted into nothing. So what do you think the struggle is with Price now? Um, oh, Montreal has really shown its true colors. That's basically what it is. Price hasn't done anything wrong. It's just the quality chances are just amazing. Like Tampa Bay is just all over them. Montreal is not even the same league as them. So um, we did a Facebook poll. 67% said that Tampa Bay will win the series. Uh, it's starting to look like they, they might get that one right. Um, interesting fact. <laughs> Tampa Bay has scored five or more goals five times in the playoffs. Yeah. So they, they, they definitely put the, the puck in the net. And I think the offensive – issues um with montreal if you can't score three to four goals in a game i mean they've scored two goals in the in the stanley cup so far you don't even have a shot to win this no and that's what i'm saying it's like tampa bay <laughs> right now is a machine is a machine everything yeah and everyone is playing their best everyone there, there's no guys taking a day off they are all playing playing with the capable of playing and and it shows just the way Dan has said the price is right everything is going down. Price is right, Ron. <laughs> That's uh Dan. I love that. Bob Barker. Little Bob Barker makes the show. I love it. I'm happy Gilmore. Sports unfolded. We cover it all. We go everywhere. Yeah. All right. We're gonna talk some Olympic and Olympic basketball. So the US men's basketball has announced their team for the Summer Olympics. Any players that you don't agree with? Well, there's a few of them I don't agree with, but I mean... Um, what do you got? Talk it doesn't me. matter. You put you put the five starters in there, and what's going to happen? It's, it's going to be a blowout. Like, who's going to keep up with them? Who's going to keep up? So explain to me like, how Kevin Love makes the team. No, I don't understand that one. But, 
But does it matter? Is he going to see a lot of playing time? No. Jason Tatum? Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. You know, Jeremy I mean, Grant. I don't think Tatum's going to be a starter. No, I don't. Kevin Durant should definitely start. Bradley Beal, Devin Booker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, from a size standpoint, they really don't. They have Bam Adebayo. Lillard. Damian Lillard. Chris Middleton. Yeah, Lillard has to start, right? Well, Chris Middleton will come off the bench. Yeah. Draymond Him Green and Tatum off the will bench. probably be the first two off the bench. Yeah, that one's a little questionable. I, I think he might be. I think he. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's showing he belongs there. He's showing that. So like, what these about guys, these guys are smoke. good players. It's just. Well, I was a little curious as to I, – I, like, I don't know the reasons why some of these players aren't there, like Steph, you know. I, I, would, like to, I would have liked to see Steph Curry. I, know, I believe he I'm, declined. Yeah, I'm, I figured um, because they – I mean, absolutely wanted him. I mean, had to. Like, I, who could not? But, like, there's players that probably declined because, you know, they need the time off as if they don't – enough yeah so some of my question so, would be is, so you got, think about this you got devin booker who's going to be in the finals chris middleton who's could be in the finals drew holiday who could be in the finals that could hurt the u.s right. team though that's that's a lot of basketball to continue to play so i'm curious um what about zion williamson that one is one that thought i thought should have been there he should have been there not kevin love what about Trey Young? Well, I'm yes. Like, was he even in the mix of you know the chatter? Was so like did he just I can't tell? Oh, no, be. I don't want to. I I, I, I mean, didn't really decline. I would, I would why. over Zach Levine. I would take Trey Young. Well, absolutely. So, like. I don't know if they're snubbed as much as maybe declining to play. Like we don't, we don't really know until you know it all comes out, and eventually everything comes out if there's a problem. So if there's something down the line, it's like, oh well, you know, I should have been there instead. Somebody will say it if they if they feel it. You know what I'm saying? So it will be said at some point by somebody. And then we'll have to wonder. And, and right now, the biggest one that sticks in my mind is Kevin Love shouldn't be there, and Zion yeah. should be there. So head coach Craig Popovich, assistant coach Steve Kerr, yeah, Lloyd like, Pierce, this is like a dream team just White. for coaches, right? This is so, a dream I, team I mean, coach. Really good team. Um, obviously, anything other than gold would be a huge disappointment. Oh my God! If they don't get gold, Oof. right? And I think Oof. Kevin Durant. This if they is don't his get gold. One. <laughs> uh, see, uh, mixed feelings about that. Like Kevin Durant's a great player. Like he, he's going to be the best player. Like that's not even a question. He's the best player. Um, will he be healthy? But he's a player that should have declined. Yeah. With his health problems, he should have declined. And I think that's a little bit of greed on him. Yes, greed. Wow. Um, 
But, I mean, when you have the best player, you know, in the tournament, like, you, you better have those results, especially when you have the cast that they have. Like, there's nobody that's going to match but, up to this team. Nobody. No, there shouldn't be. I be. I mean, they should roll, you would think, anyway. Uh, once again, if you're joining us, we are live around Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Join us on social media, on Facebook and Twitter, at Sports Unfolded. On Twitter, at Broadcasting RI. Instagram, at Sports underscore Unfolded. And follow us on our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google. So a lot of ways for you to see the show, hear the show. Uh, appreciate any support, any follows. Um, would go a huge way to help us continue to grow our um, our show here. So we appreciate all the fans out there. New segment, triple play. You ready? No. So <laughs> out of the three point guards that are remaining in the playoffs currently, who would you start, who would you bench, and who would you cut? So the starting point guards are Trey Young, Chris Paul, and Drew Holiday. I believe I go first this week. This is a tough one. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I am starting Trey Young. I just feel from a shooting standpoint, he can do so many things dangerously, keeps the defense on edge, can shoot from half court and make them. I'm benching Chris Paul because I want him on my team for his leadership, and he can also go for 41 on any given night like he proved in game, game six. I would cut Drew Holiday. I think he's too inconsistent. I think he ends up uh, hurting that team more than helping that team with the Bucks because they expect him to be the 20 to 25-point guy, and there's games he goes for 20, and then there's games he barely shoots 20%. So that's how I picked my triple play. What do you got, Ron? Oh, the same exact thing. The same exact thing. Uh, Young has just proven that he is ready to, you know, take the baton and move forward as, you know, the league's best, really. I, I don't I don't, feel, I don't think there'll be any question when we start next season that he is point guard. And Chris Paul, I mean, well, you said it himself. Like he can drop 40. He can drop 40 on you. He's a good, he's a great player. And, yeah. you know, just isn't, he is young. I mean, that's basically it. Young is, is, has got the better shot. He's got, you know, all the tools to make for, you know, and a top point guard in the league. And uh, so sorry, Dan, Dan Howard, but you just, it's, it's, it's a shame it's a because call. like Holiday is a good player and you know, he's just overshadowed by yeah. the other two. Of, of the three, yeah. Yeah. So Paul Paul starts young cut. I, I can't believe that Dan would cut young. I do not know what basketball he's watching. Uh I don't know. He, he's not I watching know. That, he's not watching NBA basketball. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's, you know, um the European league somewhere up there in Croatia or something like that. <laughs> so that could be what he's we, watching. This debate, we've had this debate in the past 
Uh, but we're going to talk extensively about this now um, because a fan request. So Mickey All in Connecticut, right. who's one of our uh, our one of our biggest fans, uh, has asked which quarterback will be the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots on Week One: Cam Newton or Mac Jones? So I'm going to tell you right now. Take a motion well, out of this. I believe it should be. Take a motion out of it. I think it should be Mac, I'm telling you. Based on? I think it should be Mac. Better. Based on? You've got to give me a reason. Based no. His accuracy, his accuracy is better than Cam's. All right, when, when players okay. are coming off the break and they're off, Cam doesn't, and if he does get the okay. ball there, it's a little off, and they have to turn, and it leaves the, the receivers vulnerable. He does that way too often. And, All yes, right. I understand there were some pretty bad receivers, but I think that's that's the facts. Like, Cam is just not accurate enough. Okay, so, so Dan thinks Jones as well, and I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to ask you this question, and you can be completely honest with me. How many passes have you oh, seen Mac Jones throw in the NFL? None, absolutely none. Okay, but I've seen so, enough of passes. What are you basing on? To know, I've seen this is from Cam to know the accuracy is not there, and this offense is going to warrant accuracy. So if we're gonna if we're gonna debate on accuracy right now, we haven't yep. seen again Mac Jones throw an NFL pass. Nope. He had the best college team in yep. America. In Alabama, yep. one of the best offensive lines, yep. two of the top receivers, one of the best running backs. Yep. Right? Yep. He's going to look good in college. Yeah. Right. We're talking about right. the NFL now. We're talking about right. a different game, schemes, looks, faster players, things he hasn't seen before. And, and, and this we're expecting is why him on week one to be ready. Week one. This I'm is not why, saying at some point this season. No, no. I'm telling you, this is why when we looked at the quarterbacks coming out in the draft, and I and I and I loved two quarterbacks in that draft. Mac Jones was one of them. Okay, yep. I think the Jets made a horrible decision, horrible decision. And when you, when you have that intelligence to know where you're supposed to throw the ball at that second. Like, these are decisions on the fly that you have to make. Mac Jones seems to have all of that. And no, it's not a perfect, you know, you know scenario where you know exactly what they're going to do in their career. But mm -hmm. you see the intelligence of, of how he plays the position. And yes, he might not have the biggest arm and, you know, and all of that. And, okay. but, he might have the best brain out of all of the five. So let me ask you this question. Who's the greatest quarterback in the NFL today? Wait a minute. Is it or just right now? Yeah, we could go Korea. Who's the greatest quarterback in the history? Who's the goat? Career is Tom Brady. Tom Brady is the best. Tom Brady okay. is the best. Tom Brady started his first year? Not even close. 
No, he did not. Who would you say is probably in today who's sitting out with the Green Bay Packers, so I'll give you a hint, is probably the second greatest quarterback in the league. Right. I'm not, he start I'm not, first year. I'm not saying so – it makes. I am not saying that Mac Jones mistakes. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he's going to but it, be perfect out the gate. You know, it doesn't make sense for the New England the Patriots to spot Mac Jones. It doesn't make sense for them. Is he going to Cam Newton how to throw a bad ball? No, but he should learn. He can learn the system. He can learn from the coaching staff. Give him the year to mature and understand the game and see the game at actual speeds and time. And then that could happen. I would say he's ready. Dan's still on Trey Young. <laughs> hey, it could be him that starts, but I would not because, because look, Mac Jones is better. He's better than Cam is. He's better. I, He's better doesn't I mean that I'm it's a good decision for New England. I'm not, it's, I'm we're not talking about making a, a perfect. So you'd rather put a kid out there who's not ready and then let him struggle and then put doubt in his mind versus Who said he's not to going to be ready. We don't know that. Okay. Look, I, I think the intelligence is is well underlooked in this case. I think the kid I think he's I think he can do I this. agree with you. I think he's a very smart quarterback. Yeah. I just don't see how New England putting him in on week one would make well, sense. Yeah. Based yeah, on the fact, it's not a no, Belichick no. move. It's not a no, Belichick it's move. Not. It doesn't make it's sense. Not. It's not. No, it, it definitely isn't. And it is why it could end up happening. Like, I, this could honestly, be. Tom Brady was probably better than Drew Bledsoe that first year, just based on what you're saying accuracy, intelligence, right? You don't win seven Super Bowls if you're not smart, if you're not accurate. And yet, that first year, he had to learn, learn the system, learn how to be an NFL quarterback. Then he got into the games. And he wasn't blazing. It wasn't like Tom Brady blew us out of the no, water. This from is, the first. It took him time. This is the point I'm making. I think they could make the offense simple like they did with Tom Brady at first. You know, a lot of screen plays, you know, little quick little slants and outs and all those little plays so you're not going – down the field, but I think with plays like that, I think I think Mac Jones would be better off because you can't do that with Cam because he's not accurate enough to for those passes that they're gonna ha ask him to make. And frankly, so I don't want to see a quarterback running all over the field, you know, because he doesn't know how to make a decision. So we did a Facebook poll. Fifty-seven percent of the fans believe it will be. Cam Newton, who starts week one. Yeah, so it's it's, a, it's kind it's of close. Split. At one point, it was 50-50. And then uh, yeah. it, it, the last the last couple of days, uh, more for Cam. I would I would say this. Look, I think I think we made a great choice in New England by picking up Mac Jones. I really do. Oh, I, I just do. feel I like do. week, week he one. this year or not? Yeah, week one would be a stretch. If you're the New England Patriots to say, and for some reason, I don't know what it is. Bill Belichick loves Cam Newton. He ha he says things about Cam that he's never said about another player. So 
I can't see him just saying, hey, I'm going to put him on the back burner. I don't care how good Mac Jones is. I think he's trying to prove something that he can win with Cam Newton. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, we do have to wonder what the factor of the comments like Kraft made there in draft, you know, all that. He uh, said that they haven't drafted very well and blah, 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 blah. So I think there was a little pressure on Bill to draft a quarterback. Is going to be that kind of pressure coming from Kraft? You know, hey, hey, we made it on this kid. Give him a shot. You know, I, so I would say there's going to be any kind of that pressure. Frankly, if he, I don't if, think so. <clears throat> it was like way too easy for him to name Cam Newton. You know, as the starter, I, I think something smells that decision right off the top. And I think it was more of, okay, let's boost up Cam's confidence so, so that way he performs and does win the job. That's what I feel is looking at. And I don't feel what it comes down to. Yeah. So he doesn't care who it costs at this point because he wants to show Tom that he's the guy. <laughs> That's what he wants. So it's so, going to be you. Whoever is the victim. <laughs> so I will say this. If we look at how Bill Belichick coaches, he always plays it in quarters, right? And then usually you want to yeah. be playing your best football in November, December. If the Patriots are two and right. two after the week four, yeah. I think they may change. If the Patriots are three and one, four and oh, which would be beautiful, but that's not going to happen. I, I can't see them making a change this year. Okay, well, I think four, he'll ride you know? it out. <laughs> Yeah, I, look, like I said, you know, whoever's that first quarterback out of the gate, they get a lot of fun there because the guy sitting on the bench is it's, it's going to be a wonder window to that guy. So whoever starts yeah. is going to get a lot of pressure, a lot. Yeah. So once again, I want to thank uh, Mickey from Connecticut for, uh, you know, giving us this question, if any of the fans, you know, reach out to us during the course of the week, if there's any topic you'd like us to cover, and then we'll definitely make sure we discuss it on uh, the next on next week's show. So uh, appreciate that, Mickey. Thank you for the uh, the question. Could be a topic. Yeah, it could be a topic or even a player you want us to cover. So, you know, so Dan, Dan, pretty much anything. Dan's asking, what which NFL am I watching? Uh, it's the NFL that doesn't have Trey Young, who's one of the best young point guards in the NBA, that you would cut. That's the NFL I'm watching. He's going to challenge me after saying Trey Young should be cut. I don't know what sports he's watching, but it's not, like you said, Ron, from this country. Yeah. Well, like I said, we don't agree on much, but that was what we have to agree on. <laughs> Maybe he's right. Maybe he thinks we were talking about World Cup soccer, and there's a guy named At Young. This point, I, I take those two point guards over anybody. <laughs> oh yes, that's what it is. That's what it was. That's, that's what, what it was. I'm sorry. There we go. <laughs> so, who was asking week, about you? Who was had... asking about baseball earlier? <laughs> last week, you had your opportunity to rant a little bit. Do you recall? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. take it. 
I think it's my week. This week's my week. (laughs) Oh, yes. This might be my week. Oh, yes. Uh, So we're going to go into Major League Baseball. And with the Yankee Chicago's who got swept by the Red Sox (laughs) the other night, uh, last weekend. Should the New York Yankees fire Aaron Boone? Which that was one of my questions that they would win the series. You did. Very good. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Like, this is an absolute no-brainer. How do you keep this guy? He's clearly got the best. Which one shouldn't they? Actually, you know what? You got to keep cash because he gave the best lineup in baseball. But then, but Boo not doing anything yeah, right. with it. Like, <laughs> like, come on. Like, Listen, like, look at this. I mean, but, this team should be in first place. Stanton was, and they're just. Stanton was a horrible pickup. Should have never happened. Cashman threw cash at him. Was nowhere near. That guy has barely played for the New York Yankees. Made no sense. I know. Aaron Boone, you're 100% right, though, has accepted losing. The organization has accepted losing. You, I, the fact that they have a winning record pisses me off because I'd rather them just stink and then at least I could justify the fact that they are they are in fourth place in the AL East and the Red Sox who just can't seem to lose a damn game. They just can't. It doesn't make any sense. Oh. Trade some of these guys. Try to get rid of Stanton. Try to get rid of Chapman, who gives up four runs as your closer when you scored seven in a, in a in a in the first inning against the Angels, and then give up seven in the ninth. What is going on with this team? <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. Aaron Boone should literally—I don't even understand at this point—has made it this far because the fact that I've heard Cashman, who's your general manager, say, "Yeah, we suck." Just goes to show that he doesn't even feel confident in what he's doing. That's your team. You built it. Yeah. And that's your comment. Yeah. We suck. Aaron yeah. Boone, we've we've basically accepted losing. That's because you've basically let him accept losing. The two guys in charge yeah. both should be fired. I can't understand what Steinbrenner is doing right now. It makes no sense whatsoever. Maybe he's hanging out with George. George Costanza, you know, so he's maybe except George, being a loser too. The, he's got the calzones going, and the calzones are just going in the vent, and George, he's all excited, give me some of those calzones. right? Because it's not making sense to me. I am disgusted as a Yankee fan. If if oh they were Yankee God. suck, Boone is compla- complacent with. Yeah, absolutely. It makes with a bathrobe. He should be in a bathrobe because he shouldn't be on the uh, in a dugout. He stinks. I never liked that hire from the beginning. Boone, they need to get a guy sorry, in there that's fired and is going to get in these no. guys. Well, I should say I love the hiring of Boone. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> He's ran this team into the ground. I mean, come on. Like, he doesn't make the right decisions. I, the only thing I'm going to question look, right he, now, and the only reason, listen to me, Alex Carr is cheating because that team stinks in Boston. And I'm going, I will go on the limb and say that there's no way he's not cheating. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for it. Yes, the Yankees are in fourth. There's no way the Red Sox should be in first. That's my biggest gripe, too. Because nobody can tell me they're not cheating. 
ridiculous. You can't. You can't. Can't say they are. Let me come on. If there's a come on. If there's a Yankee fan out there that's satisfied with this, read it. Put it in a comment. Send it to me because I will blast you. This is ridiculous as a Yankee fan. If anybody accepts this losing, ridiculous. Oh, I'm I'm not saying Yankee fans should accept losing, but you can't blame it on the Rocks. I mean, you can blame the fact that they've been just wait. Didn't they sweep both series so far? Tampa Bay, shut your face. Ron, Ron, let's, let's move on before I decide to leave this show altogether tonight. Because now you just got me all worked up. Oh, God, I love it. I love you. And that must mean that it's time for something. What time is it, baby? It is pick and roll. Pick and roll, baby. So, episode 20 tonight. So, as we've done in the past, we're going to number famous number 20s and we're going to rank them don't jump eric yeah if you do ron yeah push first push ron first (laughs) i'll be first i want to be i actually want to be first he wants me to if i'm gonna jump to push you first off the ledge is what he's saying (laughs) oh i'll go first i'll go first no i i I got first baby it's my i gotta gripe it's my week with this list it's my week. I got a great list. Oh, yeah, really? Okay. Okay, good. Take it away. Take All it right. Away. At number five, number five, Ray Allen. Yes. Ten-time yes. All-Star, two-time NBA champ, 18.9 points a game, shot, over, shot 40% from three, Hall of Famer. But only four out of his yes. 19 years in the NBA, he wore the number 20. Shouldn't even be on this list. So the research I did in the website that I had, I don't even understand how he's on the list when he barely wore the number 20. But that's neither here right. nor there. At number four, I had Ed Reed, nine-time Pro Bowler, five-time All-Pro, one-time Super Bowl champ, Hall of Famer, 646 tackles, 64 interceptions in his 13-year career. One of the hearts and soul of that defense for Baltimore with Ray Lewis. That So that, that championship team – that beat the Giants. Ed Reed was one of those key contributors. Number three, Mike Smith. Three-time MVP. 12-time All-Star. He won the World Series once. Batted 267, 548 home runs, 1,595 RBIs in his 18-year career. Hall of Famer. But he also didn't wear 20 to begin his career. He won number 22. And switched in 1973 to number 20. So, again, not a full 20. At number two, Frank Robinson. Considered one of the best players in Major League Baseball history. Two-time MVP, 14-time All-Star. Won the World Series twice. Batted 294 for his career in 21 years. You think about that. 586 home runs, 1,812 RBIs. But, again... Twice in his career, he did not wear the number 20 with the Dodgers and the Indians. So, again, not a full number 20 throughout his career. As great as he was, not a full 20. So that leaves Mr. Number 20, one of the greatest running backs of all time in NFL history, Barry Sanders, who in his 10-year career was a Pro Bowler 10 times, six-time All-Pro, one-time MVP, 1,500 15,000 and 
269 yards. Fourth all-time in the NFL. If he didn't retire when he did, he would have been the all-time rushing leader, without a doubt. Some of his highlights, it's just still amazing to this day. And still one of the best players in Tecmo history. Just throwing that out there. So Barry Sanders, <laughs> number one overall. Kevin Euclid gets a, gets a nod over here from Dan. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, Mike, Ron, right you with your list. Go. First of all, I knew all these players did not wear 20 there. So, a little, like, to put any of these players. So, okay. I have Ray Allen, just like you did, at number six. Five. Yes, I said number six. Nope, six. six. Oh, you're adding somebody. Okay. I add somebody. There's a hockey guy. You added a hockey guy. At, at, at number five. Wait, wait. Stop. Yeah. Go ahead. I have Ed Reed, just like you. Okay. Number number four. Number four, <laughs> I, I have Mike I Schmidt. Mike Schmidt. Schmidt. And Schmitty. Schmidt. Yep. At first, I was thinking, all right, this guy is going to be my number two. And then I did numbers, everything, and blah, blah, blah. And it came out to be number four. Number three. Yeah. I have Frank Robinson. Frank Robinson. Definitely. Clearly was a better a player. Hockey guy in, in every time. Hockey guy every time. Go. Yeah. Well, because you overlook him. Number two. I have you, Ed Reed. Oh, wait. I already did it. So no, I've got my numbers mixed up. <laughs> Number two, actually, yes, you're right. Number two, that's why I have it mixed up. Luke Robitaille. Yes, that's right. Luke, Luke Robitaille. Robitaille. Dude had 668 goals, and he was left off this list? That's insane. He should have been on this list. Did he wear 20 he is... his whole career? What? Did he wear 20 his whole career? Well, no, none of these guys did. He had one year where he wore a different number. He had he started off with a different number and then moved okay. to the number. All right, go ahead. So, so Luke Robitaille, six hundred and sixty-eight goals, one thousand three hundred and ninety-four career points, plus seventy-one career. This guy was awesome, and he was awesome his whole career. He was a great goal scorer, and for him to be not on this list is blasphemy. How do you but put him ahead of Frank Robinson, though? He's way ahead of all those other guys. But unfortunately, exactly. way ahead, way ahead of him hockey, is Barry you Sanders. Gretzky, not Luke Robitaille. You're talking about number 20s. These are 20s. Okay, Frank Robinson. Saying. Yeah, he had some good numbers, but they were he didn't even have 3,000 hits. So he wasn't, you know, the best okay. of all time. Like he's not one of the greatest. Like one of the greatest. Like if you have Hank Aaron and you no know, Babe and Willie Mays, that's greatest. Yeah. Frank Dan, Robinson Dan basically is... says you got your list is basically gone to fifteen <laughs> top fifteen no, 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 you got no. Ed Reed nine times. No, I made a mistake and said Ed Reed number two, but because <laughs> <laughs> I was he's right. second so on Luke this Robert list Biden. over here. So, so number one, a, number one is Barry. Sanders. It's not Barry even close. Sanders. Like right. Barry Sanderson. Just by the eyeball if, test. You, you don't need even even need look, he could have played three years and he's still best player. Yeah. You think anybody can even debate it? Like that's not even a debate. <laughs> Average 6.1 yards per carry. No, it's 
Right. Yeah, it's like, okay, so the, the list comes out. Okay, number one is where does everybody else fall? Everything else fall, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So that's our pick and roll. Ron, great job. I love right. that you added. Uh, no, it's Luke. not close. It's not close. Luke Robitaille. I like it. Great ad. The hockey guy. Always got to make sure he throws his hockey in. Luke I love Robitaille. it. Awesome. So once again, if you're joining us, we are live. We're on Rhode Island Broadcasting yeah, well, every I, Friday I, night. I wouldn't have thrown him in if he wasn't. Go ahead, go ahead. No, so, so we're, we got a little bit of a delay there. I'm sorry. So every Friday night at 6 yeah. p.m. on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, follow us on social media at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter at Broadcasting RI. Instagram, Sports underscore Unfolded. And on our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google. So we're really excited about so many different ways that you can listen to Sports Unfolded. If you like us, follow us. Like the Facebook page, follow everything you can, um, and uh, we look forward to hearing from our fans. Twitch. Ron. Twitch as well. Twitch. Twitch as well. Face Face-off time. Face so we've changed off, off a little bit, on, little bit on the format, so it's just a two-minute free-for-all, and we're just going to fire back and forth. So today's face-off is the NFL fined the Washington football team $10 million as a result of the league's investigation into the team's workplace culture. Was this a fair punishment? One of us has to agree with this punishment. One of us has to be against it. Dan has chimed in plenty of times. So, Dan, do you have an opinion on who should be for the penalty or the punishment and who should be against the punishment? We'll let Dan pick it. As we wait. He's on a delay too, he said. Can we even do that? I'm not sure we can even do that. What are they going to get? So we're going to, how about, uh, come on, Dan, let's go. I was for the Cowboys last week. So you'll be for this, this week. How about we just switch it up? How's that so sound? I'm for the penalty. Yeah. You agree with oh, Ron against it. Never mind. We're back in Ron. You're against it. You believe it wasn't against the penalty. Okay. So you ready? Let's go. So okay. I would say that. Oh, me? I'm first? No, the NFL made a decision, oh. $10 million. Uh, A lot of this will go towards uh, different groups to try to help with workplace uh, culture and, and how to basically learn how to deal with, you know, different situations better. So I think the NFL did right by I mean, it's one of the highest penalties the NFL has enforced. So I, I could see where it made sense. I can see why you would think that. Um, because first of all, I'm against this penalty. Um, and it's not for the reasons where you might think it's, I'm against it, but it's not enough. They missed the boat on Dan Snyder. Didn't, didn't suffer like $10 million. Isn't suffering for Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder suffering should have been gone from league. Enough is enough. He is abusive in Every facet of 
the sport, whether it's dealing with employees, dealing with players, you know, just being right inconsiderate. So if you think so, about how yes, many I'm against this because it's not enough. How many changes did they make? His wife now is doing the day-to-day operations. So he put it, they put a female in one of the highest positions in the organization. They've they've fired it's, it's, it's his wife. It's not really putting anybody in charge. They've also fired several of the, the <laughs> individuals who are involved in in any of these situations. Right. I mean, who do you other hear? Than, his cousins? How could you <laughs> Uh, I mean, it might have been. I don't know. Snyder <laughs> Jr. I don't know. It's probably right. I, I don't even want to argue this because you know what? At the end of the day, <laughs> I don't even understand how they didn't take away draft picks. How do you not take away draft picks? Hurt the team in other ways. That's just what I'm saying. I, 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 the, you know what, Ron? The penalty wasn't you enough. face off. No, absolutely not. I know I won. It's I'm absolutely, absolutely right. Not. <laughs> not, you won that one. I couldn't even argue this if I wanted to, because yeah. you know why? It wasn't. I didn't even get a chance out the draft picks. Like, they, like if, New England, if New the Patriots sneezed on the wrong side of the field, they take a draft pick away. Yeah, exactly. Only team to have a draft pick taken away twice now. Number ones, two number one draft picks taken yeah. away. Yeah, but it yet, doesn't matter. We still win. We still win. Yeah, it's what we do, baby. It's what we do. Tough. Tough. Prediction time, Ron. You went three and one last week. Oh, I went again. Seems to be I gotta a trend go with, lately. Listen, I got to go with my heart. I'm just disagreeing with you just so we can have something interesting each week. Most of the time, you're picking pretty well. I know. All right. So tonight. I think it matters when somebody goes first. The other person has to. Yeah. <laughs> the other person my turn to go first. first. My turn to go <laughs> first, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I should win next week. <laughs> Game three tonight, NHL Stanley Cup Finals, Tampa Bay at Montreal. Montreal needs to get off the snide tonight. Price is going to be a brick wall. Tampa, Tampa Bay will not score more than two goals. Tampa, Montreal wins 3-2, takes game three at home. You're out of your mind. Tampa Bay is walking all over this team, all over this team. I don't see them. I don't see them not scoring four for the rest of the way, which is only going to be two. Montreal games. has <laughs> proven that they are one of these resilient teams that when they're really down, they can come back at home with those fans at, in, in Canada. They're going to be excited. At some point, Cinderella must go home. What was the last team to make the, the Stanley Cup Finals from Canada? Was Vancouver? Am I correct on that? Yes. Against the Bruins? You are correct. Canada's waiting yeah. for a champion. They're going to keep waiting. It's not happening. Yeah. Woo! There it is. Montreal. Tell that to right, the women. Yeah. Tell that to the USA women who have won gold like six times in a row now. July 3rd. Bucks at Hawks, game six. This could be the deciding game for the Bucks. They could go to the finals. I think they're going to choke. This is tough. I think Giannis not playing. I think Trey Young definitely comes back for this game because he knows they need him to win. Hawks win this game, tie the series. We go game seven. We need a game seven in this series. Well, Earlier in the show, I said Atlanta would win game six. So I have to 
keep going with that. I have no choice. I, I that's just the way it is. Because if 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 the G Man isn't going to be in the game, they are not winning this game. The G Man, game, Man. All right. So July fifth through July seventh, Milwaukee at New York Mets three game series at New York. I'm actually stunned that you actually picked this series as a series There's to go to. Literally no good series. I couldn't find anything that I like. Is that bad? Wait, yeah, isn't there anything in like cycling? What about the French? <laughs> the French. Oh, <laughs> the, the Tour de France. I <laughs> hey, put it this way. Yeah, Ron. I'm picking the guy that had the sign, held up the sign that knocked all the bicyclists off to come back and do it again. Oh, That's my pick. Yes. I want that guy back. Yes. How do you oh get arrested God. for that? Oh, it's beautiful. I don't know. I don't know. But it's like, okay, give me, give me, <coughs> give me the rider that is not doing steroids that get, that doesn't get caught. Oh. <laughs> Because wow. everybody else will get disqualified and he'll win. <laughs> Bro, all that, all that, the, the blood transfusions, all that, man, they got it rolling there in Tour de France. So, oh, it's sport in 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 the world. Did, it's the most. Corrupt. Did you see the like? It's it's terrible. Did you ever see that 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 when they did the whole thing with Lance Armstrong and all the stuff they were doing? Did you ever see that documentary? Yeah. Oh, I, I, did. I mean, it was unreal. Appalling. It's unreal. It's appalling. I yeah. don't. I don't get it. I don't. But uh, who are you picking so, in that? Oh, I got to pick. I'm going Mets. Mets win that that series. Man, I, I hate Milwaukee. <coughs> Ron doesn't mean that. Anybody who's watching from Milwaukee, he really doesn't no, mean that. No, 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 no. I don't mean. I don't mean I hate the city. I mean uh, the team okay. is just not good. I'm sorry. I, it's not good. I have. I have to they go mix, so it's all on it, Montreal. Yeah, I know they tonight. have a winner, yeah. Canadians, Canadians. So, oh my God, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> so our week lies on this Tampa Bay Montreal game tonight. So tonight, because so I expect can't some text go later. The Mets and that. Mm. Expect some text later about it. Be ready when can when the uh, Canadians win. Yeah, wait. So you'll. You're going to have a box of tissues? Uh-huh. Yeah, to give to you. Send some over? Yeah, no, to give to you because once you lose, you're going to. Because I'll be laughing so hard, I'll be crying. All right. <laughs> so if you enjoyed this week's show, next week we got a couple topics we're going to cover. Obviously, the NBA Finals will be up and running. We may have a possible NHL champ that we will discuss. And then uh, pick and roll next week. Athletes who have been in films. So we're going to rank some athletes oh. who have been in certain movies. Wait a minute. Are we rating? Wait a minute. Are we rating their athletic ability or their acting ability? We're going to rate the movie itself. So let's just say Longest Shot, Michael Irving. With Adam okay. Sandler. You know what I mean? So I we'll vote, yeah, that we'll, was a good we'll one. Rate, we'll rate some of those movies. Kazam. Yeah, Dan has just called you the Lance Armstrong of Sports Unfolded, which means you're a dope, or I mean doping. Really? <laughs> you had to go there. I did. Dan had to go there. Dan went there. First, I can't do needles, so, you know. All right. 
Good call. Just how it is. All right. So, so once again, if you haven't watched us before, uh, how we end our show is on our final thought. Our final thought could be about anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be uh, sports related. It could be about anything going on in the world. Um, you went first last week, Ron, so I'll go first this week. Uh, my final thought is on um, Serena Williams, uh, who had to withdraw from the uh, Wimbledon as she's chasing the tied a 24th, 24th major title. And just the agony of, of where she's at. And we look at some of these great athletes that we have seen recently just start to have issues. You know, Tiger Woods with the injuries. And, and then, you know what I mean? The car crash. I'm, I'm sad to see it because she was definitely a, 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 the queen of tennis for so many years. Um, I Hopefully she can get that one tie to at least be one of the top ever to do it. Uh, but it, take nothing away from what she's accomplished in the world of tennis. One of the greatest athletes um, of all time. Serena, I wish you well. I hope you get better. Uh, I hope you get a chance to at least get that 24th title. Um, and that's my final thought. Very good. Yeah. One of the greatest athletes of all time, by the way. Without a doubt. All right. So, so, so great athletes. Uh, I have to give a shout out to all the Olympic athletes that are going to go in 2021 in just a short period of time. What is it? Like a week or two? Yeah. Tokyo. Um, they missed out. A lot of us out last year, and that's that's a shame that they, they they couldn't fulfill like many of their dreams to go to the Olympics. But let's not forget about the athletes that are going this year in 2021, and we hope for nothing but the best out of all of these athletes. And please remember that there are world class athletes in all these countries. And if they don't come home with gold, silver, or bronze, that it's not the end of the world for us as fans to watch them. Just enjoy all the stories that you will see unfold. Sports unfolded. I love it. Uh, in Tokyo, there will be some wonderful stories. And please support these athletes, whether they win or lose now and upcoming years because we need to make sure that these people are praised for the job they're doing not ridiculed if they don't win no great point ron i mean let's just enjoy it uh you know covid took away some of that last year so we have a really good opportunity to just enjoy this year and enjoy the and, and these festivities um want to thank our fans for joining us live dan as always thanks for being a loyal you know, watcher, supporter, we appreciate you. Mickey, thanks for the question um, for this week's show. Uh, if you haven't checked out, checked out the Wrestling Den, it's our new Sports Unfolded. Presents the Wrestling Den with Rick, Kenny, and Nick. Uh, they're on every Thursday night at 7 p.m., so check them out on Rhode Island Broadcasting, YouTube, and Twitch as well. Uh, you can watch us every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, at Sports Unfolded, at Twitter, at Broadcasting RI, Instagram, at Sports Underscore Unfolded, and our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google. Ron, it's been a pleasure. Great show, man. A lot of heat today. I appreciate it. I think it. this was a great show. Like, great the show, fire man. is there. And the fire <laughs> is there. Um, only, can only look forward to next week to see what else we can bring. Um, 
but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say good night to all our fans out there. Thanks for watching and go Canadians. Good night, everybody. We'll just ignore that. <laughs> <laughs>